0: Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle.
1: I'm Jacob. I'm Josh.
0: This is episode number 87, and today we are talking Last Night in Soho, latest Edgar Wright film. And we are continuing our Cinephiles Digest takeover. So once again, we have our dad, Travis, in studio. I'm back. Barely. (laughs) here. (laughs) But are you better than
2: ever? Better than last weekend. <laughs>
3: there you we go. Starting off oh, yeah, on the right foot Oh, yeah, you were super thing. tired last
2: weekend. <laughs> yeah, I thought,
0: um, if you remember last week, he said that this episode would be just as bad, but...
1: Instead, we're well-rested, right? I think, yeah, we're pretty much well-rested. <laughs> we went to bed at, like, <laughs> what, 10.30? 10:30? Yeah, that was no, before I was like, that. No, it was, like, midnight, yeah, I think. We did midnight. all of our turning up
0: in the morning.
2: Yes, and before noon. It was a great time.
1: <laughs>
4: Some of us turned up a little harder, aka Old Girl. That was two steps forward, three steps sideways.
0: Yep. RIP. She literally was
4: down for the count by 1145. Yeah. Like calling Uber home.
0: Yeah. Didn't even watch the game. That's or I don't I don't know. Maybe she watched. No, there's it. no know. way. She went right to bed.
1: She went right to bed. There's no way. You know, I heard that to this to this day she's still making it like, forward. That's what the <laughs> thing is. She's about halfway to her destination now. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a
3: long time uh, when you take three steps The latest, the,
4: uh, latest uh, update we got is she's very close.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we uh, went to old EL, East Lansing, yesterday. Had a good old time and watched the Spartans kick some ass again.
4: Again, it's just kind of getting routine at this point. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm not even excited anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, do we even, is, this already even a, is it a rivalry anymore if you, if you always win? Yeah, it's
4: funny cause someone tweeted, like, and I noticed it too, like, no one stormed the field because it's just, like, it's yeah. just another win for us. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we beat, like, Ohio State, like, a quality program, you know, like, Ohio State, a quality <laughs> Alabama, <laughs> Georgia, then we storm the field, but oh yeah, it yeah. was just beating Michigan again, you know, so it was no big deal.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that was fun, and here we are alive and
4: well. Ready to do it again tonight to yep. the maximum. Oh,
0: yeah. No taxes getting done tonight for sure. Alright, well let's get into this uh, beer pick here.
1: This was, this chosen. was not chosen by
0: <laughs> any one of us because this is a table pick. Because it was
1: collectively chosen by us as a unit. That is
0: true. And I have actually had one of these, a beer from Humble Forager before and it was really good from but I scavenger. didn't know that. I didn't know that at the time uh, when I had it that we had ordered this from Tavor, but like we had already placed the order. So then when I saw that this was the same brewery, I am very, very excited to try this beer. Tangerine. Because I loved the other one. Uh, So this is called Mysterious Ravine. It is a tart, fruited IPA with flavor notes of tangerine, fruit punch, and passion fruit. Once again, this is from Humble Forager.
4: Description: I have it if you don't have it on the can.
0: Go ahead. There is a description on the can. I'll just let you read, though.
4: Okay. Um, An obscure flavor combination with sweet, juicy bursts, tart, tropical fla- fruits, and gentle citrus bitterness. Take the time to explore the unknown, and you will be handsomely rewarded. I'm assuming that this brewery is similar to Nowhere, Any- Nowhere in Particular Brewing, where they <sighs> are... What contract like build brewers. it? Because it well, says contract they brewery. brewery at other places. Oh, yeah. okay. They use well, other people. So this one shit.
0: is from. Well, this says Wisconsin on the can.
4: Nope, they're from. It says Wenaki, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. that they're based out of, but it says they're a contract brewery. Okay. So.
2: Cool. Wow, people love this brewery.
4: Have you ever had any? E- you probably never. But yeah. there's a place called Nowhere in Particular, and they're the same thing. They they call themselves um, Gypsy Brewers, so they just hit up random breweries. And <coughs> I thought it was Hobo Brewers. Hobo, yeah, yeah, hobo. <laughs> gypsies, not gypsy. Yeah. Like, nomad, whatever. Like, like, I don't know. I'm just,
0: I'm just saying what I remember. They are the hobos, yeah. Yep. Jacob, vegan vegan version one.
1: Yay. There you go. Vegan V1. I don't really know how a beer isn't. No, I know. Remember vegan. that one beer that we had that was yeah. like <laughs> Every organic. other word was organic, organic. and
4: vegan. <laughs> La- uh, what was that brewery? That La- uh, LaGrange. It's harder lo- it than elf. Maybe Lagrange.
1: Sure. Maybe. Have you ever seen Portlandia? Yeah. Where yeah. It like is that Portland Organic or like U.S. like organic organic? Can I meet yeah. the chicken <laughs> that?
4: Can I meet the chicken that laid these eggs? Did the <laughs> chicken have friends? Well, I can't it?
1: speak to that level of intimacy oh about the. What was the social play. interactions that this chicken had? did? He put the wing over another <laughs> chicken. <laughs>
0: Classic. Very. <laughs> um, we got 7% ABV, it looks like. And zero EBUs. <laughs> Not available or <laughs> zero?
1: It says zero EBU. E-Boo. Zero EBUs. Hmm. Okay. And Abibs are seven. <laughs> it's got seven Abibs. Abibs, <laughs> zero <Send> EBUs.
0: <laughs> oh, so the actually, the version one that I read is from. Because they do different uh, flavor skews of like whatever beer they make. Because so I remember the one that I had was a pastry, uh, pastry sour, mm. and it was they had that, but with um, different flavor combinations also. So this one is the f- version one of this mysterious ravine. Okay. So mysterious ravine might be the mysterious ravine that you drink, or if you find another one, might be different than the one that we're drinking. There you go. So, four point oh seven. Looks uh pretty good. You ready to crack into this? Yep, Bruce yeah. Palmer.
1: That smells very fruity. Really Is it? tangerine you said? Yeah, I smell Tastes that. Tastes very fruity.
0: <laughs> Tastes very fruity? Mm-hmm.
1: I like it. Tastes like juice. It's <laughs> good, yeah. It does. Holy smoke? It's smokes. good.
0: That is juicy.
1: Good good brunch beer. Yeah. Wow. My God. You want a juicy IPA? This is like the juiciest <laughs> IPA. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't taste like an IPA at all. Wow. Yeah, well,
4: zero for an IPA. Yeah, what the hell? Wait. This is a disgrace to call this an IPA. <laughs> well... Like Blackberry IPA from Parent is not an IPA. It may be a disgrace, but this is delicious.
0: Yeah, but it could still be an IPA. Isn't an I- what makes an IPA an IPA
4: the hot profile? There you go. So <laughs> it Doesn't have that. There's no IBUs, so <laughs>
0: there you go. It's that's, not <laughs> that's, that's maybe the it's, antithesis. Maybe it's made with the hot pro- 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 profile, but it's just doesn't come yeah, but through.
1: It's not happy. My God, those. Sweet, juicy burst. Just.
4: It also <laughs> is. I mean, yeah. I guess there's no such thing as a tart fruited IPA. So it's like a sour IPA, I guess. It says sour IPA. It is sour IPA. Okay.
0: Well, what's the verdict? Are you mad because it's that it's called an IPA, or if it uh, was just called a gross. sour, if it was just called a sour, you would like it then?
4: No, it's not. that like I don't like it. It's just kind of. It doesn't gross taste like, like a sour
0: though. Really,
1: it's different.
0: It tastes more like a sour than an IPA.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but not a full-on sour.
1: Yeah, it doesn't okay, taste like more a a sour like a fruit though. beer than a. <laughs> like if I taste this, I wouldn't immediately think like sour.
2: Just fruit. It's almost just like fruit, the fruit flavors yeah. so overpowering that it's it like just a fruit beer kills the IPA flavor.
3: <laughs> hmm.
2: It's got like a. Do you distinct get a little smell. bit on
0: the back end of IPA, or is that I mean, there's got to be some IBUs. It's just ob- it's
4: obviously a. It can't be zero hmm
0: I wonder if they have more on their website of what? Any like hops
4: or anything? Hmm. Yeah, I, I like breakfast it. Breakfast and
0: I like it quite a bit. Uh, but I mean it's tastes like juice, so hard not to like.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> no rain and marshmallows, but mm. no.
0: But that that's not it's not a smoothie either style. It's nice to get up. something as flavorful, but not a smoothie beer.
4: Yeah, salad. Salad. This is delicious.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Again, it's like
4: yeah. Are we are we basing it off of the taste alone, or are we basing it off of is it close to the style? I, like, if a stout <laughs> is delicious, but it doesn't taste like a stout. But if it's a IPA sour, you just said it's not sour. So then it I mean failed it's failed in that
1: front too. It doesn't taste like a a sour. It tastes like a fruit beer. Yeah. But it's definitely tart. I just don't mm-hmm. think sour. I think. If I had the if I could do the points,
4: it'd be somewhere between the three seven five and four. Between a three seven five and four? But I can't. Well, I think you're wrong. Like <laughs> yeah. It. So I gotta round up. <laughs> it's like a three point eight.
0: All right, so that's Mysterious Ravine. I think some of us like it more than others, but I would recommend finding, or if you see a beer, any beer from Humble Forger, to pick it up, because this is two, two bangers.
2: Yeah, I'd be curious to try them. some other stuff from them. Definitely. What did you
0: have from them before? It was a pastry sour. Mm. how was that? Banger. <laughs> Banger. Vanilla, cinnamon, and like
4: fruit, some fruit notes. Yeah. Very good. Dude, these burps are gnarly. I have right now. <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> smells like chorizo. Gross. You guys
0: ready to uh, get into
4: our future review now? Yeah, mature. Travis got his phone on loud.
2: <laughs> it's only the freaking untapped check-ins, I think, that make notes on my fucking phone. At least
1: <laughs> fix that, damn it. At least he has his phone. <laughs> yes, take it, found it. <laughs> I found it. I found it. Plugged into the wall. Hidden in plain view. <laughs> where it should be. It's always where you Oh, no. Least don't expect. call it. Where no you point. least expect <laughs> it. He's like, it
4: gets fucked anyway. You don't call it. There's no point. It's dead. It's lost. Who cares? It's <laughs> like, well, I guess I'm, I guess, uh, who cares? <laughs> I'll check
1: the car one more time. Yeah. I'm like, whose phone is this? You're like, this. it can't be this I'm one. Like, whose phone is <laughs> this? Palmer? No, that's not my phone. Oh, there it is. <laughs>
2: It's time for a new phone anyways. So. It was a little we had a
4: little bit of brain fog to, in all fairness. Oh yeah.
1: I did not. Which is why I found it. Yeah. Thanks for your clear headedness. I do what I can.
0: Okay, now are you ready to get into our feature? Review? We sure are, Kyle. Yes. All right, great. Can't wait. All right, we're talking last night in Soho. Last night in Soho is written and directed by Edgar Wright. Also screenplay credit for Christy Wilson. Cairns, Cairns, Uh, stars Thomason McKenzie, Anya Taylor-Joy, Matt Smith, Diana Rigg, and a few others. Plot synopsis reads, an aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer, but the glamour is not all it appears to be and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. Let's take a listen to a clip.
2: The bartender said I should get to know the handsome fella standing next to Sula Black. You should? And you are? The next, Cilla Black. Are oh, you now? Well, you know she started out as a co girl. You willing to work your way up? Of course. What can I get you to drink? It's Sandy, and I'd love a Vespa. James, we'd love a Vespa.
3: So what do you do, Sandy? Well, I sing, of course. There's your dancing care for a
0: demonstration all right what did you guys think of last night in soho i
1: thought it was pretty good all right move on no uh i don't have my soundboard so oh i liked it thank you it, it i love that Edgar right this is not i mean just the way i was reading the genre of it i didn't expect it to be quite like his older stuff where it's more comedic right Obviously, there were still elements of that, but not. it was not at all like the forefront, right? So it was kind of see more mature of a story, I guess, for him than what he normally does. And I like the direction he's going. It's interesting to see that he can work in this. I don't think he mastered it like he has his other style, but it's cool to see someone going outside of the box, right, of what he's normally been locked into. And obviously, editing... Don't put him in a box. Don't put him in a box. Obviously editing, fantastic. I mean, that's what he's known for. Lots of cuts and but well done, not distracting cuts. It adds to the movie, not takes away from. I thought acting was good overall. I mean, just some of the side character and stuff weren't very fleshed out. Some of the story was I thought was pretty predictable. I figured out what it was gonna happen about. I mean, it wasn't like super early on for, but maybe slightly after halfway, I'm like, oh, I think this is this and this is this. I'm like, oh, I was right on both of those. So I kind of took away from it. And I also thought it started much stronger than it ended. But overall, I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. It, I mean, it's like, you're right. He still hasn't fucked up yet for me. So still one of my favorites.
4: Yeah, I Thoroughly enjoyed last night in Soho. Actually, I think um, I dare say it might be my favorite of his movies. Whoa! Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I I love. I mean, horror is my genre, and when a horror's done well, Shaun of gonna, the Dead. I think I like this more than Shaun of the Dead. Ooh. No. Shaun Whoa. of the Dead is it's good horror, Hot but take. it's <laughs> no, no. Shaun of the Dead is well. I, d- I think Shaun of the is pretty overrated. No, no, I like it, but it's, it's underrated. Like, no, it's not like <laughs> not this, that many people. It's <laughs> not like
1: this masterpiece. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> Shaun of the Dead's it's, great. I'm I would say I would say it's still yeah. one of the best zombie movies, though.
4: I mean, but like, okay, so you take that right? That's a horror comedy. Yeah. This is a horror centric. Like, this is a different movie than Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead mm-hmm. leaned a lot on a comedy. This one, not so much. It was more of like...
1: Well, I don't think it was leaning on comedy. I think it just was a comedy. Shaun of the Dead? Shaun sure, yeah, of the I Dead h- is like... It was leading so action hard.
4: Action comedy was Yeah, like it was a comedy. So, then it, so this yeah. has no comparison, yeah. to. Not really. So yeah. then, the comparison shouldn't even be brought up. Right? Fair. Well, yeah. I, mean, I, just I, don't I wasn't comparing it. Horror, <laughs> people lump
0: Sean Dead into horror all the time, but I never just watch it. I never watch it as a horror. In it. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
4: It's a comedy with a horror skin. Yeah. And this is an actual full fledged horror. And Mm -hmm. while some parts may be predictable, some of it did subvert Uh, my expectations. It did kind of lead you a different way. Obviously editing, there's some awesome shots in this. Like he's a master he's a master at editing and this is no this is no exception. Like he didn't do anything in this that you know didn't and I haven't seen his most recent stuff, obviously. I haven't seen like Baby Driver, but I've seen the Cornetto Trilogy. I've seen Scott Pilgrim, which was probably my favorite. It's great. Um, but obviously, we know what we're getting with Edgar Wright in terms of editing. So that's a given. <clears throat> so that was obviously a master class like it always is. And sound. Um, sound was great. Love, love Thomas and McKenzie and Anya taylor Joy in general. Mm-hmm. So they were both ex- ex- awesome in this. Um, I love period pieces also. So this helped into that. You had a horror period pieces, Edgar Wright editing. It like was kind of like a culmination of everything I kind of wanted from him. And it was more than I expected from it. So going in, I didn't have high expectations. So that always like when it when it exceeds those, That's you got to give point. it credit.
1: Yeah, I always have high expectations because he's one of my favorite. directors. Right. And it's so. not like I like
4: I obviously like him and I respect him and everything. But I wasn't like you were way more excited oh, than I was for sure. Excited.
1: It didn't disappoint me, but by any means, but
4: yeah, it's like going in. You know, you, I didn't know much about it, but I saw horror. Kyle and I went back and forth. Like we we were kind of surprised that this was horror, and we were looking for comedy and any of the tags, and there was no comedy. We we're kind of confused, but definitely not a comedy. Like it's a horror no, movie, definitely. Like, not.
2: Except yeah. there was a really funny line in the movie. Oh yeah, I <laughs> mean there's, there was there's definitely always... funny
1: parts, and even with the editing, he did his you know his classic quick cut that just is funny in the way that it's cut but nothing needs to be said yeah and i think
4: that sometimes he like when we talked about our premium hot fuzz sometimes his editing can be over the top and this one is was very controlled controlled and like he's definitely mastering that i mean he's always been really really good at it obviously but the the more he's going to get experience the better he's going to be be getting there and you know or performing that those cuts and you know, I thought thought he did it perfectly in this. Like, I did not want to say, effects looked great too. Effects looked great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was a really cool, really good movie. He had his classic soundtrack bits that are thrown in and that don't necess- like that are pertinent to the scene, but not as like obvious as like a Scorsese. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to say gonna, what's going on. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to we're going to rob a bank, and they're robbing a bank. Robbing <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot.
0: Okay, I liked Last Night in Soho, but whereas Jacob said I he wasn't disappointed, I would say I am, was disappointed because of the expectations. I didn't, probably not as high of ex- expectations, but it is Edgar Wright, and I don't think it lived up quite to those. Uh, in terms of the editing, also, just to go off of that, it it is like a huge step. I think it was a conscious choice to eliminate a lot of those fast cuts yeah. like the editing is very well done it's just not in your face like yeah. the, his other movies mm-hmm. well it's and much it's also more
2: controlled it, it, i don't think it really would have fit this movie but yeah, yeah because the other was, ones are it. done, it's not comedic yeah right? yeah
0: the other ones are used like for comedic effect and this doesn't have that co- angle of comedy so it wouldn't it, have been a good fit either but yeah the editing that is here and when it is used in that in that sense like it's done very well so it's nice to just have a movie of his like every movie think about baby driver scott pilgrim all three of the cornetto trilogy they all have relied so heavy on the editing and the cuts and stuff like that so it is nice to see something that's not relying on that and still have a good structure and story to it Um, that's just pretty much my biggest problem with it was uh, the story and I think the ending is super weak I didn't care for the ending and then the horror angle that they take um I like the horror elements and kind of that angle but um the elements in place like just felt kind of corny and dumb a little bit and then there's one part at the end it all again it all comes back to the end that's like really weak but you know those ghostly like mm-hmm. uh faceless things yeah didn't care for that at all. Really? Yeah, I liked it.
4: I thought they it was overdone a little bit. I just thought they looked cool. They looked great. Yeah, that, yeah, it they little... look
0: good. And I like like it makes it's great. It's a great tie into the story why they're faceless and stuff like that. But uh, just how they're used, and then especially how they come into the yeah. end, I didn't care for. Help <gasps> me. But, um, her help us or I thought Thomasson McKenzie was super well cast because she looks like a she still has that young naive look to her, yeah, and like she fit well into that role of a, a country girl going into the city and trying to you know live in London and how that how that plays out. Ana Taylor Joy was really good. uh I've never seen let's see from Doctor Who. I've never watched any Doctor Jack. Who, but matt Matt Smith uh was good as well. So, yeah, all the acting and I like the cast as well. And, yeah, like you said, music, uh, needle drops, popular songs, but not too, like, on the nose or in your face. So all that stuff was good, too. And it made sense why, like, she had an affinity for,
1: like, 60s and, like, yeah. the music and stuff. It was all solid and made sense. Yeah, right? it, wasn't, it like, wasn't just oh, she's oh, like, here's a popular song. Or,
0: you know, I'm not like other girls. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah Yeah, exactly
1: (laughs) she's the outcast it's like no there's a
0: reason why right yeah so yeah um again i liked it there's a lot to like in it especially technically um i've just had some
4: problems with the story
0: and runs out of steam
4: definitely yeah so that uh matt smith was in his house
3: Hmm.
4: uh yeah he was he has a very small role though i didn't i Obviously, because I
0: didn't remember it. But he's one <laughs> of the guys that, like, he's like one of the government agents that help, like, the housing people, like. Oh right, right, right. Help them get into housing and stuff.
2: Okay. Very cool. Uh, my turn. Uh, so,
1: anyway, Why did
2: you, <laughs> Layla? What
1: did you think of?
2: Uh, so I'm. I would consider myself a pretty big fan of Edgar Wright, and I was pretty excited for this one, and. I gotta say I was pretty disappointed with it and borderline didn't care for it (laughs) (laughs) um for one uh to touch on like the music I think the music choices were fitting but I didn't really care for the music choices as much like I just feel like he's picked better songs and used them in like better ways in his previous movies and then um Like I thought the first hour was pretty boring and I think for an Edgar Wright movie it was pretty boring. And when you when you go into an Edgar Wright movie, you expect like fast paced, entertaining, like exciting, and I didn't really get all that. So I don't know if my expectations just played too much of a role while watching it, but I was overall pretty disappointed. Um I thought it looked pretty good, but I think it could have been a little like flashier or like Mm -hmm. had some like bigger, like cooler sequences. Um, there was a couple like maybe towards the end and like the use of color was pretty cool. Um, but it just, this just felt like an excuse for Edgar Wright to like pay homage to, uh, like genre horror movies and like the, the era of the sixties, like obviously as a hard on for that decade. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But it just felt like I don't know, maybe like too much of a passion project for him, and I don't think it fully like was fully realized or fully came together in something satisfying. Yeah, um,
0: in terms of like what we were talking about, or I think Josh said that the beginning was. Who said the beginning was better than the end? Jacob, yep, I did. Uh, I think it's more like if we're talking about Acts, act one, act two, act three, act two. Act two would be was the strongest. Best. Yeah, because act mm-hmm. one, I agree, it was slow. It is yeah. a little slow and especially like the stuff with her getting to school and stuff that stuff all plays out like so cliche yeah and, like just with like the bullies and you yeah know, the no. guy that likes her I'm at
1: like it was like building up and then it yeah. went back down yeah yeah yeah, yeah it is like, like a, it it's hits very much like a roller coaster. in the middle <laughs> it hit like I'm like oh this is great yeah and then it like petered when it's
0: off. yeah when it's most mysterious and ambiguous yeah. like all that stuff is great and then when you start to learn more and like get explanations that's when it goes yeah. down and same thing with the buildup yeah you got to have a build up but it was like Travis said, not as entertaining or quickly paced as his other yeah. movies are,
1: which is interesting. Cause <laughs> even like hot fuzz is longer, right. But right. it keeps its pace throughout.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does. It's Barely. hard to like, you can't just get thrown it's into this minutes. mystery or, uh, really? or horror elements like in the beginning. Cause it wouldn't have made sense, but he also isn't using that comedy to rely on. So it's like, how do you, you know, How do you keep it entertaining? But
3: I'm
1: interested in seeing like, obviously this is kind of the first movie where he's done this kind of style versus his style, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm obviously there's going to be some growing pains in that. And I thought it was just interesting to see a director who's so known for his style to do something so subtle and Mm -hmm. muted. So it it was still so well done in many ways. Yeah, it's like, it's like, are you, is Edgar
4: Wright his worst enemy in that? is what in your yeah. notion like is he are we expecting Edgar Wright only the certain like level or like, like tight are, cast, we, yeah. are we just like are we kind of faulting for that because I think personally like not being that huge of a fan but like obviously knowing his style I like the like being daring like he tried and he did it I I mean r- I really mean he well did it me. better than a lot of people yeah it's a lot of better in a style
1: that's completely outside of his own
4: yeah it's like even for a director to step out of his comfort zone and like make something that's a passion project that maybe not everyone likes, but he still wanted to make it. Like, I just think that that gives gives a little bit.
2: But even if he didn't direct it, um, and sure, it's easy to say this now, but I don't think I would have liked it much more if it had a different name on it.
4: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel. I mean, inherently, I feel like you you knew what to get from Edgar Wright.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was still pretty flashy. Like, I don't think it, it was, was. Yeah. I don't think it was like too far from his style. It just. It's his. I still like when you say
0: like completely outside of the box. It's somewhere in between that. It's no, like not completely his style. Outside. Just like yeah. a step down. He from stepped his style. outside of it. Yeah. Like Edgar Wright is so much like 110 percent Edgar Wright that this is, feels like 70 percent Edgar Wright. Yeah.
4: <coughs> I did want to mention fair. that I yeah. <laughs> I did yeah. feel the runtime a little bit,
2: for sure.
0: There was yeah. I th- I think only like one part. I mean the the mystery is engaging enough. Like and mm-hmm. in terms of it being obvious like there was there was the one part that you brought up like yeah. in the theater and i was like oh obviously but then like as soon as you said that i was like this is almost like too, too obvious, obvious. i don't I really too. think it is him. <laughs> so then uh, like then that well yeah okay that turns out not to be him and then um like the end end reveal i didn't really see that coming they do leave, I didn't like, and i like Same. i totally saw that coming <laughs> it, they do leave i mean it's obvious yeah. when you think back like they leave enough breadcrumbs which you know this could be somewhat of a reward, of a rewarding rewatch but I don't think those things are going to change like the ending for me. There's like mm. theme thematic problems I have with the ending.
2: I would be curious to see some like special features or like hear him talk about the movie though. Cause I know he puts a lot of thought He's, and effort yeah. and yeah, like a ton of Easter eggs, like mm-hmm. referencing other movies and paying homage to it. So I think that would be fascinating and maybe I would get more out of the movie knowing that stuff. But, um, yeah the movie itself on its own i just thought was
0: yeah and like okay (laughs) like you said it's a as a passion project it could be one of those cases where he's got you know his eyes or his face so close to it that he like can't back up to see see it as the big picture because
2: yeah i mean i know he's a huge cinephile like pretty much on the same level as like tarantino so Mm -hmm. i'm sure he's definitely referencing a bunch of oh yeah Stuff probably horrors
4: from that genre, too, like from
2: that era. Yeah. I mean, but I haven't seen a ton from that era or genre either, so it would be hard for me to pull without like, <clears> some having somebody features. tell you, yeah, yeah. right, <laughs> right. <laughs> without
3: having him say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so with the plot and everything, this is like this could be a very um, heavy, you know, spoiler heavy discussion. So, like, for that's it for general discussion, we can move into spoilers and be able to talk freely about the ending and things that happen because there is a big not a twist but a big reveal at one point so um do you have anything to say on the end I'm trying to
4: yeah I, I just want to say like it's not really discussing the end but I like when she was actually flipping through the mail and the first time it shows her name she like just flips right through it it doesn't like do the yes the natural of like show the name and then you're like <gasps> "Yeah." like she was just flipping through the mail and you, you, you saw Alexander Collins and like the whole I time I did see her name there yeah the whole time you don't know her last name and she's looking for her last name the whole time and then you just see in the mail like real quick yeah she's just flipping through and you just notice that. I, I thought that was pretty cool because normally it would have been like she would have saw it and it would have been like instantly like oh <gasps> and then she's just sitting there waiting but it like took a minute to get there which I thought was kind of cool
0: yeah for sure um, so the end it is found out that their her landlady is sandy, right, and that she she is the killer she's killed all of these men that here were it's presumed that she jack made her sleep with to which I guess she wanted to be a singer, right was she just making money off of these? these transactions or was it to actually get somewhere in her singing career? It, it she was, to was to making some money. Some and, and it never shows anything like that comes from that. Really. I think it's just like through. Commentary. Well, she
1: was doing it at first because she thought that she could get that. But then after a while she realized it was never going to happen. Now she's just, she gave up on her dream and was just doing this for money. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, she turned into a hoe basically. <laughs> bottom bitch an escort <laughs> if you wanted to say
4: but he did say originally the like bitch. <laughs> the she free, joined
1: the world's oldest profession yeah go
4: with starship the first uh, time that she like talks to the guy and she goes oh I don't want to do that like she got offended by it that's when he says like you have to
1: do certain things for certain people and that's kind of where
4: it escalates yeah from. like
1: she starts out as being special and she becomes just like another one who fell into that a backup that. dancer yeah
0: yeah, okay, so with the ending, she she kills these men, right? She hits a breaking point and kills the guys that was she was forced to sleep with or whatever, like, you know, as this revenge or this empowerment, you know, woman empowerment. And then Sandy, like, uh, what's her name? Ellie finds this out and confronts her about it. And then she says that she's going to, like, she, then she turns on her and is going to kill her. I mean, I get that she knows about this, but in terms of like exactly the themes of the movie, like it seems very like, you know, anti misogyny. Like she is uh, this feminist that is, you know, taking control and it's almost like putting, laying to rest these, those, uh, the power pl- uh, play, at, like in that time frame of, you know, men and women and, Now she's like gonna kill her, like because she knows this. It just seemed like to go against all of the things that I thought the movie was being very heavy handed with, which I liked that message, but it was a little heavy handed. And then the fact that she is going to kill her now at the end because of that, it just didn't play well Well, to me.
1: I thought that was just to be more realistic because, like, yeah, that was the message, but also she already talked to the police, the police were visiting her and she's like, oh shit, she's, they might find something. So she's like, I gotta
2: shut you up now. I also thought the women empowerment angle was a little like safe or easy. And I know that maybe sounds a little insensitive, but like, it just seemed like an easy way to like make the movie seem more important than it is. (laughs) Well, I mean, we've just seen this like so much lately in movies. So it's like, oh, okay, we're going to go this route with it and like try and make it feel important. Like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know. I get what you're saying.
0: Like, I feel like the most most of the time, the angles that we've seen it from is like current days or like more present day, like um, like the assistant or movie set around
4: Promising
2: the Me Too movement. Like Never really sees too.
0: Yeah, and like I like how it's set in like the the '60s where that was like it was basically unquestionable back then. Like that men were above women. So there's a little bit of that made in this era. yeah. And it's set half (laughs) in this era. So I, I'm like half with you half Yeah. Not, but just the fact that I know what you're saying, Jacob, like that she had to shut her up or whatever, like that. I get that. It just seems like it was going against its own messages by her being such a, you know,
1: I agree for the
0: women and then like going to kill her. And And then, like, she also, at the end, and that just, like, changes her mind That's what made it worse for
1: me was that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. She's like, okay, no, no, I'm not going to. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I agree. It felt like a cheap way to get to that end part. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: The very end. Yes. Like, how many movies do we need ending in a freaking, like, aid car? Oh. (laughs) It's just, like, such a cliche. And, like, maybe it's, like, fitting for the genre or whatever. But, like, and I'm sure there's movies that I love that end with. Like right. a scene in an aid car, but like it's just—I don't know—it just felt like <laughs> so cliche.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Ending in a car, like a in medical car, yeah, like an amul- ambulance. Oh. How many times have we seen that in a movie? Like it's such a The I mean, yeah, a it goes <laughs> I mean, no, oh, fashion, yeah, fashion show. Well, okay, but Boom. you know what I mean. Like, did you <laughs> watch the movie? <laughs> That was like uh, automatic, different ending. The fashion show thing was tacked on.
1: (laughs) He had the after to be different. I didn't care for that ending either. I actually thought that was a little bad, but yeah, it just like extended it. You know what made that worse for me though? The ending is that she literally went to stab that girl in the face, and then she's just like, that nothing ever came of that. Oh, yeah, like she literally had a knife. To the girls, okay. Uh, well, because then
3: head, the guy was just like, Yeah, that's you just fine. brought up
0: a whole other thing that I haven't even talked about yet.
1: Yeah, that was the worst part for me was that whole thing because that would look pretty bad and they just everyone forgot and then she gave her the nod. Like,
0: yeah, my biggest like question is who lets their daughter move out on their own and go to school when she obviously has already showing symptoms of mental illness, schizophrenia, with no <laughs> treatment or medication? Like, her mom literally killed herself from this, and that's genetic, and she's already showed signs of it, and then she just lets her go off to school on her own with no, obviously people can be very successful, but she's not on treatment or anything.
2: It's a genre movie, Kyle.
0: <laughs> so she's like, all this shit's happening. She even calls her and like, at one point is like freaked out, and it's like nothing in her grandma's mind is like, oh, she might be having an episode. she should probably do something about she Alzheimer's. That,
4: she said that she was on her way. And then t- she stopped her. From coming, she said, No, you don't. Have to do. The first time she's like, No, you're not. Yeah, come. of course, she's gonna say that. And then the second time she you don't was on listen her way, <laughs> you, you do something anyway. <laughs> then she was it on her way. Out fine, okay, Kyle. The second time she called, she said, I can be on my way. And she goes, But I have to get a ride from whoever. And then she goes, Wait, I might have someone that can help. And it was the it just seemed love dumb interest. that
0: like everybody was ignoring this obvious like mental condition of her.
4: I don't know if they were ignoring it. Oh, yeah, but maybe they also wanted her to try and live around her own.
0: Yeah, we, you're you're just gonna, with the right it. treatment and medication, <laughs> you're just going to
4: inhibit every, like just because she has a mental disorder.
0: It's not inhibiting them if you get treatment and medication. We also people don't have know. It. I every, mean, a ton of people could have it, and you would never know. But they're probably on. You their want medication. her to like
4: just be like, oh, like popping pills,
1: like you know? Some people think you're, that you're they're saying they're
0: that <laughs> you're saying that being on treatment automatically means that they're she's like. But has think all about these it.
1: her that also what was allowed her creativity. You think about some of the greatest artists of all time, Uh, Van Gogh. He had bipolar disorder. He wasn't untreated too. So,
0: look what happened to him. Yeah, he shot himself in the chest. (laughs) Okay, good. good. Thank you for the. (laughs) Thank you for proving my point. He cut his ear off. (laughs) But But (laughs) if she's on medication, maybe she doesn't create the like. Yeah, she just costs her life. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, art. Art is pain. Yeah.
1: Do we know that <laughs> sure. she's having a men- that we ha- that she had mental we don't, disorder? Well apparently it was real what was happening though. So Yeah, that was the other it thing. It wasn't a, like, a mental disorder. She really yeah, I didn't does lo- see
0: that. But she obviously does have that. So it's weird that they even bring it up as like a thing because it's saying like she has this mental problem,
4: she has schizophrenia,
0: but does also it? what she's seeing is Yeah, I mean yeah, she sees her mom. Him. She always says, like, Oh mom's not with me, mom Yeah, but with me. so
4: did Harry Potter and is he a schizophrenic?
0: He's a fucking wizard. But You're a wizard,
1: that. Harry. Not everyone sees visions of dead people either. Maybe she's a wizard. It's in England.
0: Like you guys can go along with that. I'm just saying it's <laughs> I just feel like it'd be <laughs> dumb if dumb. she was
4: like just like if it I don't think like her like taking treatment <laughs> well, or like it taking medication maybe. would be like, <laughs> like her taking medication <laughs> wouldn't add anything Very to it. Very different. <laughs> That's i'm saying, saying it, 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 i'm saying and then her she not took medication the yeah. <laughs> no longer saw that <laughs> like do, you, do oh, you think if it. she if she like it shows one scene 10 minute runtime.
0: now we're talking huge <laughs> <laughs> do you think one scene of her take, so poignant and <laughs> succinct
4: <laughs> of her taking like medication does anything for the movie
0: it yeah it makes it more realistic
4: but it's not a real movie it's not a real It's, a real it's movie. Not, you know, I guess, not based on anything real. They
1: what if they could have he could have added in where she was taking it, but then like she realized it stopped her creativity, so she stopped, and that's when she started saying all the things. Boom. Happening. Airtight. It's true. That would that would've worked. <laughs> Edgar, I, I know you're listening. <laughs> Can I call you Ed? <laughs> <laughs> would
4: you prefer Gar? <laughs> Ed,
1: Gar? Hey Gar, I know you're listening
4: uh
0: okay yeah i just ending didn't care for and i think that's all i have yeah yeah i
4: think the ending is what really hurt it for me yeah because it was pretty high for me
1: i still Before enjoyed that. it and i would watch it again but mm-hmm. you yeah, I'd watch it. I'm, you're gonna get it on 4k guaranteed probably
0: cool anything else to say on last night in soho nope nope all right ratings out of five
1: give it a three and a half i'm gonna give it a four
2: i'm going with a three i will go 2.5 <laughs> wow all all, all different, <laughs> different. Yeah. crazy
0: all by a half star <laughs> yep. yeah
4: two and a half three yep. three and a half four <clears> yeah yep.
3: beautiful
0: all right let's get into a couple other things we have been watching jacob do you care to start i watched lamb yes you did finally <laughs> Finally, it hasn't been out that long. Yeah, but we want to talk about it last week. Yeah, you had not seen it yet. I have now. Okay, what do you think? You can start, and
1: Travis and I can add a little bit here. And it there. was amazing. uh It wasn't perfect, but I do want to watch it again. It mm-hmm. maybe felt slightly long, but overall, it did like the pacing. Overall, I thought was good. I think this is a movie that a lot of people absolutely hate, especially yes, the impressive. end. It's like Oh, I love the end. The end, I know, I know. It makes or breaks. I loved, <laughs> I loved the end, but I can see how so many people see that and just feel empty, which I think was the point. Uh, we'll have to get into it, but I'm wondering what aspect of the end you're talking about. I mean the literal end, like well, just the yeah, I know, white, what? huh? The white background with her. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. yeah. No, oh, yeah, that's, I think that's very in- intentional. Yeah, he,
1: it's definitely intentional. Mm-hmm. Obvi- it's, well, I would hope so, or else it's a terrible Well, it's movie. not a happy ending, so people yeah. will automatically
0: get turned off by that. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, I mean, the whole ending overall, and maybe even the story. This is not a movie a lot. Of, most people will probably like. Well,
2: <laughs> the people who are wanting a happy ending probably shouldn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it's not really their kind. Of you movie have to be enough. a
1: certain type of person to enjoy this movie, and I'm that person. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I loved it. I would watch this tomorrow again, and it was beautiful. Acting was amazing. Like, it felt so real. It just felt like I don't know if these were people who are just actually farmers that they filmed
2: well especially with like <laughs> well, how goofy the premise is too yeah um you totally buy into it or at yeah least i it, did yeah
1: was, i was in and i loved it, like pretty much every second of this movie but yeah i guess i don't know if you want to get into what it was talking about or uh yeah
0: well i mean i i did i had it watched when we recorded halloween kills but we didn't really do any other um small reviews or or what else we've been watching in so I've been saving it f- until then. So I uh, didn't get a chance to rewatch it yet, but it's high up on my rewatch list. But I absolutely loved Lamb. Um, I think the messages that it has in the movie and are, you know, amazing that you can pull from it. Um, There's definitely a it couple. Is, yeah, it's very it is very slow, but uh, it's deliberate in its pacing. And yeah, I thought all the acting and everything was great, too, and how they sell it and how they visualize the lamb as well is super well done like Mm -hmm. you get uh a lot of it is kind of i guess hidden through the filmmaking but they definitely don't always keep you in suspense it's not always ambiguous there's a couple shots that clearly show what what it is what you're looking at The
2: shot with the eye that we've talked about yeah that's in the trailer did you know that no I, i didn't watch it well, oh, I,
0: I well, I think I've seen a trailer for. I saw it in theater. Yeah, I watched the it, trailer, but I didn't see that
2: after shot. I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. And that, that one shot, shot is in there. there. Yeah, and you can see it. Yeah, Told <laughs> you. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Do you just, know what we're talking about? No, I don't. Oh, you should watch the trailer and look very closely <laughs> at the lamb's eye. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, but yeah, I think it's
0: just like expertly crafted. Like from the beginning, that's that sh- shot of like. What you're it's setting up the end perfectly in the beginning, that first, yeah, I love the book oh, ends of yes. the movie,
1: it's amazing, <laughs> um, and oh, then with yeah, the theater it, it was the picture of the trailer, oh, okay, oh, I yeah. did see that in the movie, yeah, yes, yes, yeah,
0: yeah, you can barely see it, they don't like draw like they don't make it too obvious, no, but, it's but I there. noticed it, yeah, yes, <laughs> in the movie, yeah, um yeah, there's it it, it is one of the best looking movies. Definitely the it It's
1: insanely
2: beautiful. Oh yeah. It's so good. I love yeah, how it's they pretty shot muted, on locations. There too. are great shots in it. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not oh it's not like stylistic, but it's yeah. like very grounded, real, and uh it's you know, obviously all shot most of it's shot in Iceland and uh, on an actual farm that they scouted the location for and they found that place it was abandoned for 20 years did you like
1: also like it (laughs) so there was like another thing i got out of it because i watched it on the a24 screening room Mm -hmm. they had a pre-show and after show on it and the it like talked about the icelandic sheep Uh and like that added another thing to it that i didn't know Oh, like in terms of like what it's about or the themes? Well, those sheep in particular, so a lot of animals, like if their offspring become danger, they just leave it or run or do something. Icelandic mm. sheep in particular will continue to follow no matter what. Mm. Like, Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it was at the end. I'm like, oh, this added more to the movie. <laughs> yeah, it literally. Yeah. That's what it showed in the movie when she kept the mom right going
0: yeah the things that they add in like family wise like even with the the uh the whole brother relationship all that stuff was great and then like what he how he and ada connect and yeah the mother sheep and what happens with her is like there are things that are more fucked up in this movie than like
1: a horror movie yeah Mm -hmm. it felt so dark yes it was very dark so yeah some
2: stuff is a little ambiguous but i think that even at like adds to the movie so yeah
1: well the sheep actually doing that the way it acted is mm-hmm. literally how those sheep really do act and that's why they made literally this movie based around those sheep okay
0: i mean i didn't know about the abandonment thing so even obviously without you telling me that i still got the same thing yeah. from it because i just thought but it was it's like its mother true right but yeah it's like those yep.
1: sheep will really keep going and falling no matter what yeah oh yeah I know <laughs> it's now it's even more <laughs> devastating it is yeah
0: Uh. yeah I love everything about it I love lamb <laughs> <laughs> do you really love lamb or <laughs> I love lamb um, did you want to add anything general thoughts or
2: no not really okay. I think.
0: do you want to talk about the end
1: yeah I can <laughs> I mean, I could see if I got what you guys got out of it, but, uh, you mean like what it was trying to say in Yeah, general, I mean, or? yeah, yeah. I thought, so, I mean, obviously there's the aspect of like human and nature, but also like family and like bringing something in that's out an alien to your family. Right. And the mm-hmm. acceptance that the other people have of this kid who's not from blood, right. Relation. Yeah which is the obvious uh, one of them. And then also just the environmentalist, I guess, aspect of it and how we treat animals and they have these real feelings and such too. And how like we think we're like better. And that's how I thought the ending was supposed to show like how us as humans, we place value so much more in humanity than we do in animals in general. Right. Mm -hmm. So when the, mother sheep we're doing spoilers mm-hmm. <laughs> okay when the mother sheep is killed by her i mean obviously that was kind of like dark and hit you but it's not necessarily i would even say most people would have cared that much that that happened other than you know the little ping like oh that's kind of mean yeah mm-hmm. and then all the rest of the time just seems happy because they are taking care of the sheep very well right the lamb right and <laughs> it's that kind of conflict was already something But then the end where the father, I guess, kills the human father that like hit hard and felt bad. But at the same time, that's exactly what they did. Mm -hmm. So it's trying to show you how like like what we do to animals is equal to like uh, like that's supposed to hit you so much harder because it's a human life that's being killed. And it's just so they just the movie just like it just happened and moves on it like ends shortly after that. There's no like conclusion her going on revenge there's nothing it's just this empty thing just like her just killing that sheep for no reason and getting rid of it he just killed the human and moved on so yeah pretty much agree with
0: all that like the ending it being a um i've seen some people call it a satyr even though i don't think that's it looks like one but i don't think that's exactly what it's supposed to be it's a ram man yeah (laughs) ram man man ram um but yeah when he comes back to kill uh to take what's his yes. basically yeah. yeah it's like a, a like nature will always it's kind of like the ending of the green knight right like yeah. you reap, uh you yeah. so and nature will always come out on top and um the ending ending where it's like she she is upset but then it's almost like she's over it in an instant uh she always they always knew that the lamb was never like theirs. Like they even named it the same name as like their daughter that they lost, which like is fucked up. Like if it was something completely new and like an actual, um, like adoptive like child, then it would be new to them. It would be a different name. name, Like, yeah, all of these things, but no, they like, it's literally just a replacement for their lost daughter. And they, I think she knows that from the beginning that this is not a permanent really, um, replacement that it's she's always going to she's going to lose time. her somehow yeah it's all so she i think she's been like preparing for it the whole time and that it's like supposed to show at the end how that she was like never really never really believed that she was a
1: or, um, that she was a new daughter or whatever yeah and i also took it as like she understood the retribution of it like she killed the mom he killed her yeah. husband, right. it's yeah. like <laughs> she's like she did the t- terrible thing. It's like equal. Right. 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 Like she can't hold that against him for when she did something just as terrible. Right.
2: I almost feel like the very, very end is just her being able to finally get over it. Like because now like her
0: her original loss, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: And because like now her husband isn't in the picture anymore. So like basically everything surrounding her previous child Mm -hmm. is, like, now gone, and now she can, like, finally move on from it. Yeah. And, like you were saying, Ada the Lamb was, like, kind of, like, trying to, like, recapture that, but it was never going to be the same or never going to, like, and that's why they, like, refer to the Lamb as their happiness, even though it's just, Mm -hmm. like, it's not, it's almost like a temporary happiness type thing. A (laughs) Band-Aid. Yes. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and I think, yeah, they knew that, and that's what the end was supposed to portray, and Mm -hmm. it does. It It does. does, yeah. Um one thing I have to give a shout out and give some credit to Brigida, our friend.
2: <laughs> friend <laughs> of the show. <laughs>
0: Huge fan of the show. <laughs> but when we were talking about Lamb, um she wanted to know about the doors and I was like, Oh, you know, what about the doors? Like she's like, Oh, they were all like red and then um uh Biblical reference. <laughs> Huge They paint blood over the door yeah, and like, Josh it's red rolls blood <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's the loss of the loss of the child and if there's any religious under,
4: undertones Kyle bumps oh, in a full style. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like the lamb, obviously l- lambs in the Bible are like a huge reference and then they lose their firstborn and the red doors also are just amazing imagery. I didn't even pull, I didn't know pull that from my first watch. Yeah. I just I mean, like it those yeah. shots of the red door. Yeah. And the, the other thing I, well, I told you about, I don't know if you remembered it ever. If you re- if you, we're able to rewatch the scene, but the dream sequence with the glowing eyes of the sheep. Oh man!
1: Also, just that the was way, amazing. I just loved how sinister they made the sheep feel. Like yes. all the animals, it's yes. just animals doing nothing in particular. <laughs> barn animals, but like the music and the way it's filmed, and everything gives it the sinister, like dark. Like what are these sheep up to? And yeah, it's literally <laughs> just sheep, like doing sheep things. <laughs> but it was so sinister. Are you but talking I, about liberals? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the after show too. You don't they, think this
4: was a, a play on Vex
1: versus Anti Vex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in the after show, literally the whole thing is just them shaving the sheep, like shea- uh, shearing one, them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm, j- but they made that so dark, like just they use like the same kind of cinematography music. I'm like, this is such a gnarly. they like, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> it just shows the power of what you can do. Just by the way you frame something or Yeah. Yeah, I am very excited for uh
0: anything he does next. So you wanna slap a star rating on? I don't think
1: I mentioned it in the last episode. Yeah, I gave it a four and a half. Definitely could go up. I'm ready to rewatch it. I'm a full five on Lamb.
2: Same. Five.
1: It's a banger. Gross. Great. You should watch it. Yeah, I've never
0: even seen it.
4: <laughs> well, your guys' review makes me not want to see it anymore. So. What? Why? Because now you know everything? <laughs> yeah, and I, that was less interest than I did prior. Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> I would watch it again. Tomorrow. I don't want to oh, watch yeah. Shaving yeah, Sheep and Red Doors.
1: Well, there's no shearing.
3: sheep,
4: really. Not <laughs> sheep. That was like the after show Or, okay, sheep, it wasn't part of sheep walking around in a field sounds amazing. It, it is, is available,
0: like you said, but it's not at the cheaper price. It was available the next day, but it's um, it. 20 bucks to rent.
2: Just to rent. Or if yeah. Kyle buys it. And then
0: it. Um, it'll be it'll go down in a couple well, weeks yeah. probably. I wonder if I can pre-order it. Oh, Amazon. I'm definitely buying. If you guys as soon own as it, it comes out on physical. It's
1: free for me. I, I want yep. the 4K. I have nothing else <laughs> yes. better to do. I might watch it. Yeah, well. I mean, I'm definitely going to get it. Well,
0: today's the last day of October, so don't have to watch any more shitty horror movies. I
4: haven't watched one yet. Yeah, I did.
2: <laughs> How many do you have to do? Angst. Four. Do you want to go,
0: Josh, since you had to sit (laughs) Silent Susan (laughs) over
4: there the whole time? Sure. Um, I'm just going to fly through a couple of mine because I still (coughs) almost hit the the horror movie. I think I'm going to fall short at 27 out of 31, which is still pretty good. But on top of the movies that we had already reviewed, I was at like 34 movies this month, which is pretty (laughs) crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did finally, um, I did conclude the... Halloween series, but I'll talk to that after. I'm gonna nail out some of these other ones. I watched a French horror movie known as Candisha. Um, pretty standard um, horror movie had like a a possess or not possession, but like a evil spirit that like haunted these people. And it like whenever you, it got summoned. If it got summoned, this uh, Candisha like was an old. Mm, a woman from like way back when and she like um was getting abused by men so like she ended up killing six men and then got killed and then so like now she's this evil spirit that if she gets summoned she has to kill six men before she can like before she goes away and so it's like it was like this she started off as like this hooded like female and then like as she like killed she got like bigger and stronger like she ended up turning into like this hoof and like hooves and like this big eight foot like creature that looked like kind of like a goat. um. So it was pretty cool. Like I said, pretty standard, but it had some awesome shots and some really cool moments. So that what, that's what ultimately bumped it up. That, that little was a half star shutter. Yep. It's a shutter original. Anyone
2: directed of note? Nope.
4: No, nope, not at all. It's just a shutter original. Um, And another foreign horror movie that's on my list. That wasn't, was on my list that I just scrolling through another, Best movies on Shudder, horror movies on Shudder, and it popped up. So, Candisha? Candisha. Never heard of her. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> popped up, watched it. Not horrible. Um, like I said, very average. Had some p- stuff to elevate it a little bit. So that's where I ended at a three-star. Um, I also watched a banger, and Travis will uh, concur, known as The House of the Devil, Ty <laughs> West movie. uh get a gray wig isn't it (laughs) as well as some others um and yeah it's a very very awesome movie i it's the house of the devil is like it's been remade multiple times right like this i think it was like an old movie right
2: there's like what house of the dead or house well house of the dead is that uh, House on Haunted
4: Hill. House on Haunted Hill is a very old movie. I kept, I kept seeing. I've much movies with
0: similar titles, but
4: I don't know if this is a remake or not. I feel like people were saying something like,
2: "I think." I mean, I think the main thing is this is just like paying homage to to that like the eighties yeah. era. Okay.
4: Either way, um, very awesome movie. Um, had some cool shots. Me and Travis were talking a little bit about it, but there's this one dance scene.
2: Um, that has what's what's it playing? Uh, one thing leads to another. Yep, one thing leads to another, <laughs> like, and she's just the like Flash, I think.
4: No, it's the fit. Starts with F. The fits. The fix. The fix. Something like that. <laughs> I think it's like F I X X. Oh, okay. Something. Any anyway, um, she's just like dancing around the house, and like she has this house sit, and it's like the the entire mood of the whole movie is just like menacing, and you know you know something's up, and you're just kind of waiting for it to happen. So there's it's not like obscure like subdued at all like it's pretty open with its intentions the entire time and you just know something's off with the owner of the house you know something's off with his wife you know something's off with the kid it's like
2: one of those movies that the whole time you're like why are you still here but like yeah (laughs) she manages to spend the entire movie there yeah it's like like, there's so many red flags but but it's also like from the time
4: she was like way out in the country Mm -hmm. it's since 80s so they have like landlines, she what can't. Are those she got dropped off, so she couldn't just like leave and start walking, like because it was kind of far out. So it's like, then just think like horror movie set in that time is kind of even scarier because like nowadays we have a fucking cell phone and we can figure out wherever the hell we're going. Back then they like, hey, meet me at midnight, and you had to be there, right? Or like. <laughs> You know, like I would never go to anything. <laughs> if not, you're like screwed. You know, so it's like if you say you're gonna be somewhere, you have to show up. Actually, there's accountability back then, <laughs> not so much anymore. But, um, so yeah, you just know something's gonna happen. But the one of the, the climaxes movie is one of the best climaxes of any movie I've ever seen. Like, it's in it's Hear insane. That High praise. <laughs> it's praise. insane. No, the ending climax. is pretty awesome. The last, yeah, the, like the very. Ninety five minutes. I'm done. I'm done yeah it's quick it's a very quick watch too and super enjoyable like it's a little slow pace but i wouldn't say it's like like dragging pace like Mm -hmm. it's it moves along very well it's just like a slower but when it hits it's like holy shit like and there's some corny moments obviously it's it's got your classic tropes like why are you still here type stuff yeah but it's that movie it's this genre like it's paying homage to the 80s and the, also the w- just the way it
2: looks and the I was way gonna say. he was able to recapture that era like it, oh yeah it's so good it's like crazy
4: the the, the title card mm-hmm. when like from the grads like it's like a moving action they just like take a screenshot of like her walking right yeah and, like it's a moving like an action shot but it's like like in typical 80s <laughs> movies like a, even a tv show it's like they like stop and it's like you can kind of see him blur in action but it's like house of the devil and it had show like the year that it came out and like freeze frame like i always love i love movies that are set in it obviously i like period pieces i talked about earlier and i like when they are able to capture that essence through the way it's filmed even so it like, adds an extra element to it rather than looking like a 2021 movie that's right. set in that time it's actually full-blown like the entire time like a vhs 94 that i recently watched was very deliberate and looking, making it look like it was filmed right in 94 versus.
2: Yeah. If you showed some of this movie without like any context or frame of it reference, would feel like it was from the eighties. They, they would probably believe it's from that era. Yeah. And I
4: absolutely <laughs> would agree with that. Like I didn't, it was 2009. Yeah. Came out. So it's older, but um yeah, the way he captured it and like the way that, you know, it, he, he was able to tailor to that, like you said, pay homage to that genre is like pretty incredible. And then the climax was just like locked in. Like it started hitting you're like, holy shit. Like what, what is happening? And it had some grotesque moments and it had some obvious, like intentionally bad makeup, like to make it look like it was from the eighties. Like Mm -hmm. it was just very deliberate, very intentional in his, in his approach to this movie. And, um, awesome. Like the runtime is incredible too. So yeah, I ended up giving that, That a four and a half. Um, Definite banger. Um, And then, yeah, I guess you guys can... Do you have much else? Uh, I know we have one. And Jacob also has one. Yep, one more that I want to talk about Halloween. just as a series real quick. Okay. Do you want to go, Jacob?
1: Do you want to do the last duel? I can talk about the last duel. Okay. So I watched the last duel... You still plan to watch it this weekend? I still so stay so keep it brief general. and spoiler free. So the end <laughs> was especially interesting <laughs> when. <laughs> so directed by Ridley Sky, I thought this was going to be a feature. I go. So I are just going to start
4: telling every every movie is a feature to Jacob, just so maybe will actually feature. watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so Next week we're going to feature Jaws.
1: <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know, maybe Kyle will like this movie more than I did. Didn't love it. It's pretty boring, very repetitive, <laughs>
3: no very so repetitive. So it's a really Scott film.
1: Like, honestly, it, would, it, it wouldn't it would have, like... The only thing that really saved it for me and brought it up above, you know, average was the, uh, the, the last third duel. act. <laughs> yeah, it was literally the last one. Now, like... I, I don't, don't want to talk about how it's structured because... I had no idea it was structured this way before. Well, I I know that it's It's like like, I know that it's like from Rashman conflicting point of views. I already knew that. Okay, yeah. So it's from three point of views. Yeah, and each act is a different different person's point of view. view, Yeah, but you see a lot of the same things that happened. Obviously, there's subtle differences (laughs) between them, but the first two there's not that big of differences versus the last one there are, and that's why the last one was the best part of it. And it was the one that moved most forward, obviously, because the last duel—spoiler—there's a last duel in this. But the action sequences with like the war scenes were not good. The, it was so repetitive. But the I mean, acting was good. It, I mean, there was the cinematography was nothing special. There was nothing that like stood out. It was so generic. Sound was pretty generic for I mean a medieval. It, it, like it didn't stand out. So, overall, pretty generic in most parts, but the third act was it stood out. It wasn't like the acting was bad. Obviously, you have good
2: actors involved here. How was Adam Driver? I think he looks amazing in it, mainly just because <laughs> like, he looks like he could fit in that. Oh, I era. mean, he kills it. I don't think
1: he's ever really been bad. Yeah, I mean, even in Star Wars, On he's that,
2: good. Horrible.
1: He's not bad, though. No, I'm just kidding. He's the only like, good part of that. Yeah, movie. he's not bad.
4: <laughs> the only salvage- salvageable
1: reason to watch yeah, it. Yeah, no one was like... <laughs> None of the main (laughs) ones were terrible in it, but just it wasn't very fun to watch, and I would never watch it again. Oh, it's not supposed to be fun.
0: How was Was the writing?
1: How was the dialogue? How was all that? Because
0: this is uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck back together.
3: Uh
1: huh. Well, they don't. Ben Affleck looked horrible, honestly. I know. I was like, "Is that Ben Affleck?" (laughs) His character looked horrible from the because he's blind. yeah. Yeah. I'm like, is that him? I'm like, yeah, that has to be him. But I mean the interaction between characters were well done. Like like I said that was above average. It's just so many of the other parts were very average to below average. Mm-hmm. Just generic with a lot of talent and money involved. Yeah, the cinematographer well, is that's pretty that's what everybody
0: said about all the money in the world and that movie is great.
4: No. Who
0: was the cinematographer? <laughs>
4: far it's from the same, <laughs> he,
1: he works with he works with really Scott pretty much every no movie. free passes <laughs> he did, he did all tell of you that <laughs> well I, I don't know they're just uh, there's I guess there's not after watching I just watched rewatched Green Knight which does like a very interesting way of showing that kind of time period like middle ages and it does it very interesting in the way it's filmed sure and then you get to this and it's just like everything you've seen before you know, it's not that it looked bad. It's just none of the scenes. I'm like, wow, that is beautifully. This framed. was
0: just like, is for fun. Well, he's published you know, shit out because he's House about, of Gucci gonna die soon. is
1: gonna be the
0: greatest movie of the year. So no yeah. shot. I mean, i already g- saw that I, last I, week I like Ridley Scott. You really think
2: so Oh yeah. Is, is that how excited you are for it? Uh yeah.
3: Really? It, mainly
2: because Ridley,
0: or it just it looks everything about it looks amazing. I don't think All it looks that doing good doing to be honest, or... but
4: looks like it wants to be a lobster um, movie. Yeah. I still need to more see a
0: French dispatch too, but yeah, I'm not as hyped on that one. It's going to be more of the same, but I'll, I like Wes Anderson, so
1: yeah. So I don't hate that I watched this movie, but I yeah, I don't have any reason to watch it again. I well, don't. Now think you
0: can finally watch Rashomon and be like, oh, this is way better.
1: I definitely think I couldn't watch this again just because it was so. Oof. So
4: watch Rashomon now.
1: Yeah, I mean, we were talking about Dune. That movie is a long movie that flew by. This movie, I don't even think is that long. It's under two hours. And it felt like three. Cool.
4: Slapless. Oh, it's two and a half. It's a long movie. Felt like it. <laughs> well, what did you rate it? I'm guessing three. it's a three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, Ridley Scott's starting to pop out movies because he knows he's going to die soon. He he's doesn't like, have a lot Let's of Let's do three luck. movies a year if we can.
0: Well, the movie he gives the least amount of effort is still
1: better than any. Yeah, it's still Clint Eastwood. <laughs> but I mean, not any Clint Eastwood. That's true. But he has also has a lot of money. Of, well, that's because he doesn't try to act in his movies. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, you want to do
0: um, three billboards? Three billboards, three watch. Sure. So, Travis and I rewatched Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I never actually saw that movie. Me neither. Uh, I've heard it. a lot of good things.
4: You, you've never seen it? It's on no. my voodoo. Yeah, no, I, I scroll I by it every time. I'm like, like I want to watch it, and then I never do. Oh,
2: it's actually Three bo- three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Missouri not Outside oh, of Ebbing, Missouri. Get it right.
0: We, we talked about this <laughs>
2: when we
3: put it in.
0: That was the joke, Travis. You just didn't get it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well...
2: Just wanted to make sure the listeners said knew the <laughs> real title because they tried to look <laughs> it up and couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, if you type in "of," no, it, nothing will pop up.
0: So, uh, but yeah, this was the first time I watched it uh, since the theater. It is a Martin McDonough film, and I liked it just as much. It's just uh, I think the best thing about Three Billboards is that it can. It's almost an amalgamation of every genre possible, but it works so well. It's a mystery, it's a drama, it's a comedy. Um, what other genres are there? <laughs> That's it. It's animated. Crimes. Annie's face just, she's so animated. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it is. Yeah, there's some crime. Um, no, it, it does really have pretty much everything and it does everything super it has well. everything it you feel could it. want yeah, or
2: need in a movie.
0: Yeah, pretty much pretty much
4: he's got some praise didn't it
2: mm-hmm. he, yeah. won, he won, four, won some Oscars right
0: won four Oscars right two
4: nominated for nominated for one, one two three four five six seven
2: okay it one, one two, two nominated
4: seven yeah so, I mean oh,
2: yeah. I think uh, performances are great love uh, Franny mm-hmm. love uh, Sam Rockwell Sam No Rockwell Bush, though is though one, I know unfortunately yeah <laughs> it would have been a six out of five if exactly <laughs> Sam Rockwell is super funny in this, but the movie itself is just really funny in general. I think... It was way even, funnier on this t- than yeah. I remember it. Yeah, I way was like, way more. Yes. And I don't know if it's because the first time I saw it, I was by myself in the theater, but yeah. watching it with you, uh-huh. uh, I don't know. I think it just added to it. But um, Holding hands. Yeah. Spooning. <laughs> just really on added the couch. to the moment. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, I think it's a great movie. I think there's a lot of like social commentary in there that and um i also really like uh woody harrelson's character and the way I love it's Harrelson. handled like mm-hmm. the yeah i don't really want to say yeah, much more than that but i i like well, yeah they haven't
0: seen it so i saw we'll, you guys we'll rewatch we'll it, it
4: and ref- it's on my it's on my like top watch <laughs> yeah
0: um yeah i love i love the story and everything like uh, you, I pointed out my nitpicks to you along the way, so so minor. It's, it's like pretty minor, but it does hold it back ball. from being a mm-hmm. perfect movie. But yeah, Sam Rockwell's performance is amazing. I love Woody Harrelson.
2: <laughs> love Francis McDormand. Um, a two-second shot, brought it <laughs> down to four and a half. This looks like a GIF. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Not a big fan of the POV shots. <laughs> there is <laughs> one. There is one aspect, though. Like she coughed a little too much one time. <laughs> no. There is one aspect uh, though the that the deer?
0: No. Oh yeah, the deer. Yeah. Totally. CGI deer. CGI deer. Um the aspect that I'm that I am internally struggling with that's that I don't know if I have a problem with it or not is when she basically calls out like exactly what's going to happen in the flashback. Like I don't know if that's like I don't like that she like basically that they basically just said exactly what's going to happen or like if that is even if that's better,
2: are you because of that? And re- is this in reference to grape? Grape? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> and and it happens again. I do not know France McDormand was happens that movie. again after, um, like later. That was Leo right? right? You know when they say like, oh, if this this is how this gets solved, and then it gets solved in that exact way. Mm-hmm. Like, Doesn't it happens that twice. Your expectations. Though? Yeah, and because it happens <laughs> twice, so I feel like it's intentional. So like. I mean, I guess it would be intentionally either way. Anyway, I don't know if I dislike that or if I think it's like it's in the better because it's not <laughs> exactly like it doesn't feel like exactly like on the nose feeling. It just I don't know. That's what I'm struggling with. What, a little too like <laughs> convenient. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't feel that way. Like that's why I'm. I could go either way on it. I could dislike it or I could
4: be like, go oh, with your gut.
0: I like the fact that they just basically said it. It's so matter of fact. And then that's exactly what happens.
4: I feel like I like it. Considering <laughs> consider your score, I feel like you like it.
0: Yeah, but my score is reflective of only a few nitpicks and that could be one of them. That's what I'm saying. Oh,
4: So it could go up. It could. If it you could bought probably, in. Yeah. If you bought in. Uh,
0: yeah, it could take. I uh, might have to be a force feed, but I could get it up there.
2: The force feed was easy this time for me. I had it at a 4.5 originally but yeah. watching it again so Cal gave five it a 4.5. For mm-hmm. <laughs> gave I
3: gave it a 5. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, you just you just nothing to spoil you, there. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's an incredible movie. I still think it's really really good. I just don't I I wouldn't put it among my favorites and at this point everything I give a 5 is in the top 100 right now cuz I don't have 100 yet so
2: <laughs> Is that why you that's
0: gave not four, why that's huh? not why I'm saying I have problems with it.
1: I wouldn't put it among my favorites. Just so but. every movie we watch from here on five. Yeah. Yeah. Last night in Soho. Yeah. It was pretty OK. Uh,
3: five, five stars. stars. No.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean,
0: they are they are minor, but they're still there.
2: Well, if you view every movie like that, everything's going to be under harsh scrutiny.
0: That's how I do it. You know that. So you're saying that like it's a surprise. Kyle said last night no, no, no surprise.
2: <laughs> Jacob, yeah.
4: Jacob, you'll be blown away. Kyle said last night that a movie was fun. I was like, whoa. What do movie you watch movies? What movie was fun? I don't know. We, we, it was when we were uh four we were talking with Evan, uh, the Evan guy. And you said oh, like was you're I was like, and I was no, I was probably just trying to be nice to him. No, and no, 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 no. It was something during that <laughs> conversation, but you said I was like I was I was saying that something was bad about it, and you said well, it's just fun. I'm like, holy shit, Kyle said a movie was fun. Yeah, that is I don't is remember it, so I don't think it <laughs> happened. <laughs> it did happen, I know for a fact, because well, I was blown away by the
0: movie, by it. and I I'll, I'll can back it up or not.
4: I'll try. All right. We talked about, like, 75 movies at that time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely Uh, both of you. Move it up on the watch list so we can.
4: I'll bump it up. I'll watch it this week, hopefully. I think you'll love it. Oh, I know I will. It's great. <laughs> All right. it's a. It looks like a like a indie darling film. <laughs> mm-hmm. I
2: mean, it's it doesn't indie. look like one. It's pretty prestige. I mean, the stat, Yeah, the cast is pretty. Stacked I know that, but in,
0: like, it doesn't look ba- like it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Score two. We didn't talk about. You love the score. Oh yeah. Place
4: Beyond the Pines was the main stat cast and that was
0: pretty theme amazing. or whatever for this movie. Yeah, I yeah, know. Great. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's not like it's more of like guitar. Heavy, like... Yeah, it's
4: not orchestral. There's like yeah. breakdowns and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Like, duh, duh, duh. It's, it's sick. <laughs> duh, 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 duh. Cool. All right. Okay, I watched a German, Austrian film known as Angst by recommendation of Travis over mm-hmm. here. Um, trying to help
2: you juice for uh, 31 Days of Horror. Yep.
4: And while most of his are usually right at the same... I have the same like level of like, <laughs> appreciation for him. This was not one of them. Didn't hate it at all by any means, and the it was very ambitious, which I appreciate. Um, basically, your the narrator is the psychopath, so he's like basically telling you why he, what he's gonna do and why he's doing you're it. You're like in the mind of a serial Wait, killer. Wait, movie. It's called Angst. Oh, I was thinking the movie with uh Maniac, yeah. I used yeah, to do the same thing. But it's not from like it's not from point of view. Oh, okay. It's just he's narrating it. So you're in the mind of gotcha. and you're like and like there's a really cool like the the narrative and every like the reasoning behind it is really cool, like just seeing that angle of it and like I like the whole is was it based on true story? I think so. If if it wasn't there was a lot of like the whole first not the
2: first scene, but like, or maybe not one specific story, but like an amalgamation of okay.
4: multiple. But like the the intro introduction of the the main character, I was like either the either the either they built this character like full fledged like built this guy up, or it was true story. Which either way, it's impressive. But
2: um, I don't really remember too much about it. It's been a few years since I watched it, but I do remember it being pretty creepy and mm-hmm. um, and just pretty like gnarly. Yeah, but like just the idea of it. Maybe not even just like what happens yeah, in the so movie, that's, but
4: that's my biggest gripe with it is the execution wasn't there. So like it was really cool, awesome, like seeing all that, but like some of the acting was like pretty horrible. And like the special effects were even worse. Like special effects were very, very but bad in this.
2: It's like low budget. Yeah, I know film, I get so. that, which is fine, <laughs> but like
4: we also you can do you can do some cool things with no- nothing for a budget. And this was not one of them, um, but yes, yeah, that was a good run time. Cool cinematography is cool. Yeah, yep. It like I feel like he was like wearing like a <clears throat> like a track around his body at sometimes because <laughs> like the way he was walking was kind of weird, and then like the camera would just like kind of wrap around him, mm-hmm. so it felt like it was like he was walking around with like a metal track ring around him that the camera was like kind of on that's what it felt like at least either way yeah. Um, but yeah just some of it was just kind of too too low budget and like looked pretty bad that kind of like drew me out of it um, but yeah still worth watching though still worth it's the watch uh, and it is like um, pretty s- notorious first movie I've ever seen that had well not ever seen but had a warning label at the beginning so that was interesting I've never seen that before but it was like about it being like
2: x-rated and most people like crop it now or really? really? like
4: cut it up and like uh shutter shows the original as it was pr- like put out and i guess that's like pretty rare cuz it's like super censored and like he couldn't even get it um per- or like put out in his own home country because um of the censorships and like the 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 things that they dealt with in the movie um, so,
2: so maybe the runtime on Letterboxd is the uh, cut-up version because it says it's only seventy-five minutes, but the one that you watched was like almost ninety, right?
4: Yeah, it was. It was long. It was hour and yeah, almost hour and a half for sure. Yeah, yep. But yeah, pretty cool. Um, recommend it to watch it. It's a pretty interesting watch, but um, didn't uh, didn't love it as much as I probably could have. Um, but I gave it. I landed a three star.
0: What's better, Angst or um, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer?
4: I prefer Angst. Doesn't that follow
0: like the same idea? Kind of, yeah. I just added that literally like last week to my watch list before you recommended Angst.
2: Henry? Mm -hmm. I've seen that a couple times. There was like a
0: video that that took like what's like the best horror movies to watch for Halloween and that list is always the same movies. Mm -hmm. So they took basically like the... A movie very similar to that, but like a hidden gem. Oh, uh, okay. And like
2: Henry was one of them. Yeah, probably worth watching, but I don't think it's like amazing.
4: <laughs> yeah. No, it's a full star lower for you.
2: Yeah. You don't, you know,
4: you got to connect to this.
2: It's probably like more known or like groundbreaking for what it was at the time than like it, being it is good. an actual amazing. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. But I know people like it a lot. Cool. Yep. Um.
4: So you guys don't have anything else?
2: Nope, that's it. Nope.
4: Cool, cool. So I'll just wrap it up. All right. That's
0: the episode. Shut her <laughs> down. <Yeah. laughs>
4: just, it's going to be quick. Um, I just kind of have an idea. I just want to talk about Halloween as a whole. It being Halloween right now, it's perfect We are timing. recording
0: on Halloween, we should say. Happy Halloween. Yep,
4: happy Halloween. Perfect timing. Is it? <laughs> f- yeah. Perfect timing to to talk about it real quick. I know I've been talking, mentioning it throughout the, throughout the month of October, um, but... Yep, finally did watch it. Didn't rewatch the new ones. I already had seen them, so I didn't complete the circle as Travis would, or the <laughs> loop as Travis would say, but um, yeah, just kind of going over it. Um, Halloween 1 and the new Halloween were my, uh, my top two. Um, the 2018 Halloween and the John Carpenter's Halloween. Um, those are the best two. The worst two are Revenge of Michael Myers, the fifth one, and Halloween Resurrection, Burn It, fucking never see it again. <laughs> Literally, everything that Halloween represents, just throw it out the fucking window if you're watching Halloween R- Resurrection. I don't know. And it's the same guy that did Halloween. Is that the one with Buster Rhymes? Yeah. <laughs> did you love the fighting? <laughs> no, it was just I everything. Heard he does the whole like Bruce Lee everything. Yeah, he like, does. Oh. He actually makes a noise. Oh, yeah. man. It's bad. <laughs> Shut up. Swear to God. <laughs> I heard he does. Yeah. It's, it's true. <laughs> watch he likes, he like does a kung fu kick, like a spin kick, and then kicks it. Michael out of a window oh man people <laughs> like hate this movie wow it's the worst like and it's not even close. like if I could give it less than half star I would but I can't it was like an embarrassment to watch the movie it just didn't feel
1: you know they wanted to bring him back for yeah you said that yeah. for
4: Halloween Kills but um another the hidden I would say the hidden gem for me of Halloween series was Halloween 3 I liked the season of the witch a lot even though it didn't have Michael it felt just like I love the '80s horror, like, and this was like headed some sci-fi elements into it. Um, definitely, like, felt like a refresh. Like I had watched one and two, and then three just kind of throws you for a loop. But it just feels like its own movie, but still in the same like vein as the other ones. Um, and that's like it's as a series as a whole, the group, the best. Halloweens are the ones that can create the Halloween atmosphere. You get the, you know, you see the you see the people trick or treating. You see the the jack o' lanterns. You see all like the cool, you know, town settings. And then the worst ones are the ones that completely go away from that. And uh, like Halloween, the Curse of Michael Myers, it's like it's like Euro. Like it was the way it was filmed was like kind of like a. It felt like Euro like punk, like it's it was very weird. Um, and it just doesn't doesn't work, and also the the worst Halloween's are the ones where he's like, gets away from his stalking and just becomes like this like battle royale like, everyone just rushes him. He's just killing a hundred people all at once like, kind Michael of like the new one. Yeah, like that's what the worst part about it is like, Michael's known to like you know walk into a house without you knowing, he's standing behind... you close the door and he's he's there, you know he's walking up behind you and slicing your throat and you don't you know like. Whereas these ones, it's like when he's in front of everyone and they're just like bull rushing him and he's killing all of them, it's just like so dumb. And it's like it just takes away from the spirit of Halloween the, the or the spirit of Michael Myers in general. Um, So, yeah, it's
2: just. Are we going to watch Trick or Treat tonight? That's a good one. <laughs> I
3: like Trick or Treat.
2: <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah When? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> 4am um, if, if yeah. yeah. home 5 start, <laughs> start yeah start right clean. it'll be yeah. like that one movie we
1: watched where i was like the only person who stayed awake through it all The Fall Yeah hey, I, I was awake <laughs> Yeah only, only us stayed awake I was awake Yeah right Kyle walks in you better not fucking fall asleep I'm like why would i fall asleep 20 minutes <laughs> 20 minutes in, <laughs> snoring next to me classic Yeah
4: but um yeah uh Halloween series as a whole um really good I mean, they had some really high highs of highs and the lowest of lows. And <laughs> you get at least you get everything with it, you know. Also, the Rob Zombie ones get shit on. I thought that Michael Myers was the most menacing of all of them because he's like literally six nine. It's like this big brute, <laughs> like he felt like larger than life. Like he's massive in it, and I, I thought that was pretty cool. Like normally he's like my big one of my gripes with Halloween Kills is he was like this five foot eight looking guy like he didn't Molding look old man yeah he, like he didn't look menacing whereas like even in the 2018 one he was old but like you saw it from behind so it was like yeah they never showed he that kind shot. of looked cool yeah but like when you get away from all that it's just kind of that's what really ruins it and then um but the rob zombie one he was definitely like massive and he was really cool looking but
2: um yeah I like the Halloween series. I don't think uh, Palmer's going to win his Lions bet. Uh, I knew they were going to get losing dog. thirty-eight to nothing <laughs> oh, right I now. I said, <laughs> dude, I said, I said, watch it be thirty-four <laughs> ten at the end of the game. How many touchdowns does
4: Jalen Hurts have? I said at least three.
2: That is sad, though. I said well, at least three.
4: Still a whole nother quarter left. Oh God. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, really quickly, I'm just going to blow through these. Um,
2: Hertz has zero passing touchdowns, but no, rushing zero touchdowns. Total. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Um. So yeah, Halloween in general is gonna burn through them real quick just to give them star rings, so I can put it out there. Um. Original Halloween five. Um. Halloween two, uh, four. Halloween three, four. Halloween four, three and a half. Halloween five, one and a half. Halloween six, or the Curse of Michael Myers three. H2O Halloween H2O two and a half Halloween resurrection half star Rob zombies both are three and a half and the 2018 four and, a half. and then Halloween kills two.
3: cool
0: all right uh, anything else for you guys no oh. all right well that about wraps us up then um, next week the Marvel's Eternals will be out Yes. Um could be kind of hard to see uh because it comes out on the weekend and then we have a show Saturday, got to take it to the airport Sunday. So premium That too. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, gotta find time to get that in. Yeah, hopefully we'll be recording the premium this week and recording that. So, yeah, we have a lot to do. My uh, my suggestion would be to delay it one week because the 12th, I don't really think there's anything coming out that's of note. And if we do a regular show for that weekend, uh, Finch is coming out on Apple TV Plus And that looks a little bit more what interesting than Eternals to me anyway. What so, is Finch? Tom Hanks movie. Travels across the country with a robot and a dog. Sounds stupid. Well, it sounds better than Eternals, so
4: <laughs> not even close. close yeah. out, you have baby. the 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 reigning, the reigning <laughs> director. That is
0: true. Yeah, and she's doing a Marvel movie, so it's gonna be dog shit.
1: <coughs> uh Taiko I T T Marvel. Boom. Yeah, he Roasted. fits better in that world
2: though. Yeah, it's it just like an close <laughs> type movie or something. Uh yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, that's my suggestion. So we'll see how it goes, but it's probably going to be one of those two. Uh, we'll talk about it. So if you want to send us a question or a comment, you can email us at sudsacinemapodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Southern Cinema podcast. I'm on Letterboxd and
1: Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both those. It's jsal 517. That's J S A
4: L 517. And I'm on both platforms at josh underscore cell. Data. Uh,
0: you can find Travis on Cinephiles Digest on all platforms as well. And thanks for listening.
1: Cheers, guys.